Mm. Hello. Is that a... No, that's my mask. Hi, Joysticks. Hi, D-Pads. I mask for mask and a Kehlani Stan account. This is branded. Uh, the mask for mask joke is happening because I'm not wearing a mask while we record this because one of my dolls is sick and I'm not trying to get sick with her icky wickies. No. I'm a doll. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me, cookies and cream, make me scream, wasting. <laughs> <laughs> she might be sick, but she's still a rapper. <laughs> yes. What? Okay. <laughs> I was like, a rapper, what? (laughs) I went food for a second. (laughs) I was like, what is that you're supposed to be? (laughs) A food rapper. What kind of food? (laughs) It's a ran rap. (laughs) 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 And who are you? And my... Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. I'm well. Mm. (laughs) She's got the tightest, the cleanest, and the freshest. (laughs) Pussy. No streak marks here. God, I hope not. Wow. <laughs> Use baby wipes. <laughs> or in our case, dude wipes. Mm. Mm. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag I wish not sponsored. But yeah, that'd be great if we got sponsored. Hi, my wipes. little joysticks and uh. D-pads and little toggly woggly buttons. Hey. We're back hey. on um, episode 19. Ooh. We're almost season we're almost two. we're almost legal drinking age again in season two. God oh, damn. I'm so ready. Should we take shots for episode 21? Episode 21, I'm getting blasted. Should we take shots for episode... I, do we want to take shots for episode... <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, episode 21, what would be the movie that week? We're going to see... Doctor Strange, bitch. No. Oh, no, it's the week after Doctor Strange. Because episode 19. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Oh, shit. I don't oh, know what we're shit. saying because I haven't thought that far ahead. That's true. What's even worth coming out at that? Yeah, like, I haven't. I mean, yeah, I'm not thinking about it. I mean, there's that Doctor Strange gonna let us know what's coming out. Wait, what? Black Phone? That's until June. Yeah, that's a June movie, though. Oh, Pride Month. Hey. Hey. Oh gay. 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 Hi, gay. Hi, gay. Are you gay? Sashay away into fabulous deals. <laughs> Are you gay? Sashay right over here, hunty. What's up, queen boss? Work diva. <laughs> House hey. down, honey boot. <laughs> RuPaul. Queens. <laughs> Slay. Slay. Clack. You better Dead. slay your <laughs> tongue pops. I don't, I don't know. Death drops. <laughs> we should make that I a sound one day. I was thinking that of that of uh, the stupid fucking the Northman, the little kid oh that Will's obsessed with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, don't I just- will avenge your father! I will save your mother and I will kill your fear. <laughs> <laughs> I keep thinking he's saying Fjergen. 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 Fjergen from Stringen. A lot of fan. I've been watching fan, um, Fairly Odd Parents, so I keep thinking Fjergen. Fjergen. Jorgen. 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 Something, something. We saw Jorgen get on all fours with his ass up, and I was just like, this cartoon is so sexually suggestive. This is why I'm gay. It's on Netflix, right? No. We're watching on HBO Max. Oh, no. it's on Netflix as well. Fairly Odd Parents? Yeah. What do we watch it off of? That's on Paramount Plus because it's Nickelodeon. Oh, really? Well, it's on Netflix too. It's really interesting. Oh, cool. Did not anyway, um, so we obviously didn't see a movie this week because my girl no. is sick. So no. we didn't make it to the theater. We no. had originally planned to see the Nicolas Cage movie, I think. Massive talent. Massive talent. That's mm-hmm. potentially coming in a later review. We'll see. Um, Surprisingly, I haven't heard anything still. I haven't either. So I don't know if I'm worried about missing anything. I we, feel like no. we, I heard I heard positive reviews about it. We might it. have really? potentially missed a contender for either best or worst movie of the year. We'll never know. 
Oh, well, we will. I feel know, like it's eventually. one of those movies that knows it's going to be bad and they play off with that. Pedro Pascal's on it, and he's mm. just, I mean. I mean, <laughs> we can catch up with this and red box that bitch in the future. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. That'll make me feel better because we could scam a free rental off of T Mobile. Yeah, let's do that. Yes. Do we get totally. games from that or just movies? Does it give you a free. Like, it's just movies, I think. Because mm. Redbox has games in there, too. So I heard they stopped doing games. Really? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so because we didn't see a movie, we'll be recapping um, with Wasey today on some Drag Race teas. We are a few, couple weeks out now from the end of season 14 and then a couple weeks out also from the start of All-Star 7. Mm. <laughs> um, I need I need a break. It's too much. It's so much. RuPaul has us by the throat. I'm like, Fuck. like stop. You know, like, but also don't. I forgot what was the thing... Um Somebody said since Shay Coulee's crowning, there's have at least been um, like, double digit winners. Yeah, now. like like thirteen. No, like or, way more. Like because the, the overseas shows and all that, and apparently people are saying it's like a huge crime that like Drag Race Mexico is not getting as much like publication as have the other you shows. seen their some runways? Of the looks, I, I'm waiting for the show to end so I can go back and watch it all together. Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. I fucking brought it. It's giving. I dude, mm. some of the looks I saw just on the first couple episodes, I was like, holy shit. Some some good lip sync. Like all of it's so good. Uh, I haven't seen any of the actual episodes, but I've just seen a lot of stuff like on TikTok or YouTube. So okay. it's fire. Um and then uh we'll we'll just kind of be recapping some little brief cute news. Ooh. Gaming news. Just gaming news. Nothing big has been happening lately, so it's just a smaller segment. And then um It feels like that time of the year, you know? Because yeah. even anime news for me is like dead. Like people are like they kind of already announced what's already approved for yeah. their next seasons kind mm. of thing. And now everybody's just like Yeah, who cares? I'm just scared. Why? Nobody hasn't said anything about um Food Wars or Black Clover and Toonami hasn't been that active about what their lineup's gonna be this summer. Well, or fall good. either. So I, I'm like, I want to know about Given season two, Jujutsu Kaisen, and what was that one we watched? Which Yano and uh, Sasuke. I got it. Yay! Oh, bitch. Oh, so cute. Should what? They, they, they already ended that they got approved for a second. Yeah. I just I want more now. <sighs> what a show that was! It's, they gave it to us all on the last episode and, and slapped I, us with all that I shit. And I liked it. And I liked it. They that just kept shit. the horniness going. Just the It's T. Will, you were so horny for that show. I wanted them to... F- Never mind. To- <sighs> I just wanted them to kiss already. <laughs> like, he was sitting there just so... <laughs> yes. Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, what was going on? Right. <laughs> that actually, that's actually legit. Yeah, because you guys just tell me, just you kept, you kept telling me to. Shut the fuck up. Every time when I would make a comment, like, hurry up uh-huh. and fucking kiss already. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's shy. It was very. I'm oh. shy. I'm but shy. But I'm not shy. But I'm kind of shy, maybe. I don't know. Right. I think <laughs> I like you. I like you today, but I don't like you today. I got to stay away. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Literally me. That's pretty much right. Your cat um, persona. And th- right. Oh. I'm naming it Whiskers at this point. Let's get it. Oh, shit. Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. Um, <laughs> I just need yeah. something I can like whisper. Whiskers. Whiskers. Um, pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that like a whisper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then I wanted to talk today about um, boundaries in relationship. Ooh. How do we not make our partners do things that they don't want to do? And, and how do we talk about that? And oh. how do we put boundaries so that way your partner doesn't force you to do things like try to quit hot fries because it's too expensive and it's hard to find. Babe, quit sending me in a Walmart. I know. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 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 so that's gonna be a fun subject yeah. we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna pass it over to will to give us a little rundown of this week's brief gaming news mm-hmm. until we get something juicier to talk about mm. yes hi everybody this is will hi. and welcome to the gaming segment of today we're gonna talk about the latest news that happened this week so let's just kind of go through some breezy stuff anything that interests us we'll get we'll get a little bit more into it but let's get started so overwatch 2 uh closed beta came out Mm -hmm. so there's that so that's very exciting for a lot of people so (laughs) high five there's a few new rules that they have you can only have like one tank Mm. per you know per team and never that stuff but also microsoft has announced that every major microsoft exclusive studio will be revealing um will be revealing a game on june 2022 they're gonna have a showcase the same time around the time xbox said gay rights they did they do it during pride they're like nope this is our showcase month and that's how they do it they said fuck the gays we got games they're, like saying, <laughs> they're saying i don't give a shit if e3 is here or not we're still gonna have a showcase yeah, which i'm very it. happy no, i'm actually I'm, happy I'm about it because i was getting worried about that um also we found out that uh final fantasy 16 is in the final stages of development i we, saw that so we haven't actually received oh. a um we haven't seen damn I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cat it's like Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. <laughs> no, but um, pussy dirty, pussy mad, <laughs> pussy messy. <laughs> I love my dirty cat. Final Fantasy sixteen is in the final stages of development. Uh, we saw this. We saw like only one trailer so far, so we haven't heard anything else ever since. Is that um, like the okay? So clarify for me. Is that like the newest? Like this is in, the latest in terms of like the newest like this is the entry latest one. or whatever. Yes. Okay. They're trying to win fans back over with this one. I know that they're going back to like old their old roots. So this is giving kind of like a Final Fantasy nine vibe. This is giving me more of a Final Fantasy eleven vibe, but. Uh, I really do wish I could be more into those games because they look fierce. I um, think you would. Some, you just have to really. Maybe I just have chance. to be selective about the ones I choose to get into. I think yeah, the ones I recommend. Everybody has like a specific like favorite number. Um, yeah, mine definitely. particularly is four. Lorne's is seven. Um, Pup is. Oh, he's gonna kill me if I don't know this. It's nine. Really? I think nine was his favorite. Stuck between nine and eight. Maybe that's why we we're bonding over a lot of stuff. I still chose Vivi. I think- lose my bitch. Well, mine, mine alternates. I feel like I like all of them for their own unique reasons, but like the one that sticks out the most is Final Fantasy They all come with pre-made characters that you have to play, right? Yes. Okay. But you can name them whatever you want. I would like to get into Final Fantasy online so that I can make my own character and do what I want. That's a, that's Final Fantasy 14, that's a monthly subscription. It looks fierce. If I could play it, I would. A lot of people like it. Josh likes it. I, if I could play it, I would. Yeah. I mean, I was playing it for a good while when it was only paying like a, a buck a month. How much is it now? 
It's like $20 a month for a membership. Yeah. Oh, it's like Elder Scrolls kind of. You still have to purchase mm-hmm. the game and then you have to purchase the, like the membership. Subscription. And last time I did that with my PlayStation, I was still at some bomb ass Wi-Fi and it was still taking me a whole day to download the whole thing. Yeah, that makes sense. And I needed my, my terabyte hard drive to even mm-hmm. get it. MMOs are pretty like heavy. That's something I would do on the computer. I wouldn't put my PlayStation through that. I agree. I feel like it's probably better to play on PC anyway. Mm-hmm. Um... So basically, this is the 35th anniversary, I believe, of Final Fantasy. So this is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Uh, The producer is going to be Yoshida Naoki. Um, He says that the game is in the final stages of development. And um, we could be gearing up for another reveal or another trailer very, very soon. But there is no release date. um, And hopefully we get more info this year. Uh, Another game that I'm actually surprisingly excited about because it does have a cat pussy tight pussy clean <laughs> pussy fresh <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called stray um and it's gonna launch this summer uh so stray is apparently a highly anticipated title uh because mm-hmm. they can't you, this is like the first game where you actually can play with like a cat where you play cat, as like a cat where, where you play as a cat not like a cartoon version of a cat right. you know i mean that's been done but just like as a cat cat you know um and yeah. it actually looks very interesting it's kind of weird like there was like aliens and stuff so they're saying that's going to come out this summer um but once again this was another game that didn't get any announcements Publicity or anything like anything that. like that yeah. it was just kind of like a short little here comes here it goes so i feel like what's it is it an indie studio that's making it it yes. is right yeah. yeah this game has actually been in development since i want to say 2014 2015 yeah so because i like the beta for it or whatever the alpha <laughs> mm-hmm. and just like seeing it being done i'm like oh that's cool and then mm-hmm. they just re-revealed it so i was like oh that's awesome so i love that it's cool um based off of the mario movie if anybody even cares <laughs> boo chris pratt we're probably gonna see it anyway because we have to it's a video game movie it's mario and it's probably gonna be a big talk about I movie i hate him i know you and don't i, and like I him. used He's to have fun. such a huge he he he's very sexy, <laughs> and but uh, that sexiness got ruined. When terrible! <sighs> like mean, how, how like how how dare he just be such a shitty person to Anna Ferris? You know, what know. did she do to you? She's literally a gem. I mean, that's his wife. So his well, ex wife. I'm sorry, that's his ex wife, and it's just. I don't yeah. know. It makes sense to me. Fame went to his head, maybe. No, fame went to his head because I mean, when you I hate him. I'll also be seeing Jurassic, the last Jurassic World. Absolutely, that shit looks fire. I didn't even see the second one yet. I love dinosaurs. So. I just kind of gave up. Like I liked his butt in the movie. You know where he does that scene with three raptors uh-huh. in the first one, and he kind of like bends down a little bit. I wish them bitches would have ate him. Mm-hmm. I would eat. I would. I wish I was a raptor uh-huh. that day. I would be eating that fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. <laughs> oh my god, well. I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up. Behave. <laughs> what? Material raptor. No, I would. Um, I also. <laughs> I was gonna try to screech like a velociraptor, but it. Like, <laughs> or more like, this would be like. <laughs> that would be me as a velociraptor. Yes. That would be no, me. I still love that. Yes. <laughs> um, no, so I did want to tell Wacy about some exciting news. So Sunhaven recently posted that they're on update point five, which means they are halfway to releasing the game full on Switch. So <coughs> I'm thinking, honestly, we will probably see that game either at the end of this year or sometime. The beginning of next year. Beginning of next year. I feel yeah. like we're going to get at least a trailer for that game in the next Nintendo Direct. Well, no, it's already out. 
But like, like but, an Nintendo, like, 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 like a Nintendo, like a Nindies, like an yeah. Indies thing. Yeah. Oh, like Nintendo saying, "Ooh, look." Well, like they're gonna show like all the indie games, and they're it's gonna, gonna like, be show so that. good. I that, feel like that's gonna be one of the big like announcements. That's just gonna snatch my wig up, mm. and I'm I'm gonna be running around like a little pussy fairy, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh, and magical. <laughs> and then also, you probably don't have this on there, but this is really relevant gay news. Mm-hmm. Dead by Daylight recently announced that David King is officially the first LGBTQ plus character in the game confirmed. Who's that? David King is the big, like, bulky, like, white guy. They, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of fan art of him and Dwight. Is Dwight the main are. character? Dwight's one of like the the OG survivors in the game. Oh, okay. But people have been like speculating that there was like a thing between them because of the way that their lore like sounds. And so the developers recently confirmed that David is in fact um, LGBTQ plus. Oh, okay. So people are like both excited, but also kind of like. Huh? Just give us a character who's actually just gay. Like, why couldn't you have just made a new? You know, so they've they've laid out this like plan to start being more inclusive with the characters because they kind of gave a shout out to the community in a post on um, Instagram on their socials about how they recognize that like the LGBTQ plus community makes up a large portion of the player base of the game. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So they pulled a JK Rowling and just said someone's gay. Yeah. Basically, yeah. they said Dumbledore is gay. Yeah. Yep. Dumbledore gay. Dumbledore yeah. gay. Gay. Pussy thigh. <laughs> Looking back on that, I'm still so upset at that movie. Which one? Dumbledore. Oh, the Secrets of Dumbledore? Yeah. What secrets? Yeah. Albussy. I was Albussy. disappointed. Akio yeah. top, bitch. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry about anything. He needed else? one. Uh the la- um bitch. the last the last story here is that uh basically this is going to be a rumor, but um well actually a couple more. Uh so Star Wars uh Jedi Fallen Order 2. Ah. Uh is supposedly mm-hmm. going to release next year for the PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC only. And last but not least in news or rumor mill, I'm going to just say the rumor mill, uh, they apparently revealed the um, the, ver- the regional variant forms of Diglett, Spritzy. <coughs> they also announced the... Um, starter evolutions for Fuecoco. Well, they leaked them. Leaked them. But... I say leak with quotations because right. I don't know if that's legit. And then Quaxley's final evolution, but they didn't I didn't show see it. the Quaxley one. Quaxley looks cool. He has like a hidden blade like Assassin's Creed, like under his wing. And he looks oh. like a luchador, but like all blue. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm picking my water Wait, co- the the leaked one of Wait Coco, it's very gay, so I was fine with it. I don't know. It just looks like a fucking sad excuse. I don't know. I I liked it. it I feel like, like a it's big gonna be a crocodile fairy. that just found some wings I'm very curious head. to see if they're gonna keep that cat on all fours. I want them to finally. I don't think they so either. No, they won't. They, they won't. won't. It'll probably look like a freaking luchador or something. Well, like you that. have to think if the if the rumored typing seems to be like lining up correctly as well. Because if Fue Coco is like fire fairy, mm-hmm. Sprigatito would have to be. So what, what would we, that it be? would be a poison grass poison. It'll be a grass poison type probably. Just so like or. Fuck. Or it'll be a water poison, and then <gasps> then it would be then it would be uh, a grass uh, psychic type. Uh, 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 I yeah. hope he's a water poison type. That'll just it'll make everything more just happier for me. Pum pum wet. Well, it'd actually be a, like a competitive. No, that's what I mean. It finally type, gives me a, so. a water poison type to bring up to yeah. my poison. So my poison cruel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna use tentacruel. I was gonna use that alone um, water type one. One that looks like she's the puffer par- fish. No, the um the purple one that looks like she's ha- um her hair is holding her up. Oh 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 yeah, to- uh, Toxapex. Yeah, I was gonna use her. Yeah, 
Uh, her. Toxapec. Yeah, my poison team was Needle Queen, her. Um, her. Was it um, Sleazel or Slazzle? <laughs> Slazzle? <laughs> Slazzle, yeah. Slazzle. Slazzle, the poison fire type. And then. Oh, um, I like that one. Toxigroat and Ginkar and Crobat. Mm. Yeah. I'm that girl. That pussy's poison, baby. Uh, yes. That pussy's poison. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. <laughs> I love the fresh. 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 From the fresh maker, Mentos. But anyway, well, thanks, Will. You're welcome. For that weekly update on little <gasps> tiny gaming rumors and things. We're going to pass it over to you, Miss Queen, to talk about. Mm, some teas and drama and some congratulations over here well because my bitch ass ended up getting sick and honestly i wasn't feeling too like keen to waking up early and going to see nicholas cage right. when i could just stay in bed and sleep, sleep a little bit extra before i go to work so i chose sleep. the route less tread upon <laughs> i mean the road less travel yeah I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I ended up um, staying home, but instead we're going to go over. Um, well, looking back, we never really went over much of like drag race news right. and like what was no, been going no, on. No. Um, just other than brief little like, woo, woo, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we went back to our topics. But like, so season 14 finally wrapped it up. Um, so spoilers. A lot of spoilers. We're going over some spoilers, some rumors, some backstage teas, and some updates to hopefully we might get some answers one day. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to first start off with the season 14 wrap up, which was the winner of is Willow P. Willow P. Yeah. Um, she came through. She killed it. Um, it went neck to neck with her and Lady Campton, where it Who left also? me. <laughs> it was funny. Um, recording sign, it was Jesus. funny seeing the Vivian uh, post up that she said since Lady Campton's originally from the UK, it's just right for her to share her winnings with all the other the UK, UK winners. winners. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, bitch. And I love like the comments when they're all like, uh, when RuPaul, like the one she posted on TikTok, she goes, when RuPaul finds out I'm originally from the UK, and it's showing Ru headier <laughs> a badge the instead badge. of the crown. <laughs> I love Camden. She's so iconic. She came out of nowhere. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. I felt bad that um, I was sleeping on her for majority of the season. Same. But it was like very like she yeah. didn't really like took a front run because everybody else was just so messy. And uh -huh. I mean, I liked her during the reveal of the Queens. I thought that Same. like I fell in love with her from there on because I liked her look, her Riddler look and all that stuff. And then when she came to the competition, I really liked her. But she did fall into the background mm -hmm. for, for a bit. And then it took her to Maxi. Yeah, you know, to like really like pop out, but um, yeah, but I love Lady Camden, I Same. loved her, so it was really, really and good. Willow was, I mean, Willow's just Willow, like mm -hmm. just so good. Like, all her reveals were like brought together mm -hmm. where it was like, I'm gonna take this big, huge suit off, it was, what, and I'm it was honestly it. just giving like Evie oddly, like she was just good, yeah, like, just like I don't know what even to say about it. like you're just good, like yes. it is what it is. When you got it, you got it. When the girls, I they, don't, they got don't. something in Denver, bitch. Yeah, it's in yeah. the water. Uh, <laughs> did, you know that, did you know that Utica made her final look or her final solo look? Yeah, that, that I hate people. Crazy. It was uh -huh. like, so wow, good. yeah, Utica, that bitch is like Utica is fucking uh -huh. talented, she's so talented. So Willow yeah. is now our reigning season 14 champion. And just mm. before she was even crowned, we get the announcement of all-star season seven, which seven. is yeah. the all winner circle. 
bitch. What the fuck? Okay, also, everybody who currently holds, like, an important spot on Drag Race right now is trans. Huh. So, Neek is the current queen for All Stars. Mm. Willow, Willow just won. And uh, Cornbread has congeniality. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All trans women. Yep. Yeah. Let's do a cheer. Yes. This is a trans rights mm-hmm. Um Going into it, we um, all the drama that's been happening with season seven, which of was. Of All Stars. Of All Stars, which was basically going over um, who was there, who's not there, who is not showing up, and yeah. why not. Um, who's maybe, there? I'm curious. Do you know who's all there just based off the top of your head? Yeah. I know a majority of them. Who's all there? there. Um, the biggest surprise for me was the Vivian, the winner yeah. of UK season one. Um, Evie Audley, Jaden Essence Hall, Shea Coulee, uh, Monet Exchange, Trinity the Tuck Taylor, Jinx Monsoon, Raja. Does Raja have a last name? Just, just Raja. She just goes by Raja. Mm. Um, Raja, and then, oh, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. I think that's all of them. There was only eight, right? There was only eight queens? Uh-huh. The Vivian, Shea, Monet, Trinity, Evie. Raja, Evie. Evie, Jinx, Jada Essence Hall, and Jada Essence Hall. Yeah, yep. so it's eight. Um, and then they reached out, and um, some people ended up having. Well, one of them ended up being like a little jokey, jokey, but the fans took it way too like out of proportion, where they were like, "Oh, so and so's talking shit, throwing shade." Da 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 da. Was between um Bianca and Trinity when um Bianca announced that she's too busy to do mm-hmm. the show, which basically Shay came out of nowhere and was like, "No, you're not, bitch. Just like be honest." But people were like. Whoa, Shade's coming for her and all this. It was all in a joking, tasteful manner, but Bianca was just more on the side of like she's not returning due to the fact that she has like a stand up comedy tour that she kind of wants to focus on. And I mean, she's selling out theaters. She doesn't need it. She doesn't yeah. need the money. And you know, she's fine. Also, one thing that a lot of people don't talk about is how expensive drag race is. And so right. she's on the board of like, well, I don't want to be those girls that are on the show that basically spend time and money into all this shit and then they go home early and can't display like half the shit they spent their money right so um while trinity was just like well have fun being busy and then bianca's like well have fun being bankrupt bitch like Mm. (laughs) i mean true (laughs) um one of which um they ended up going into after that asking trixie but trixie is actually honest about it where she's like i'm far too beyond busy booked and busy girl she's like i got that yeah she got her new netflix show with Uh also um apparently her and katia have this traveling podcasting Uh where they're doing live shows so Uh she's like we've been doing that and they're trying to keep up with uh probably queen of the universe part two probably they're I don't uh, know. She that? said that they're filming a second season, but she hasn't been invited back. Oh, she hasn't been invited back. Okay. So. Oh good, because waste of time. Yeah, Ada Vox didn't win. So uh, yeah, yeah, that show loses all credibility yeah. at that point. You're not no, going to give it to literally the most talented person on the show. Like, yeah. no, no shade to anybody else on the show, but like, okay. Like, for all the but time. Part so- of me is like, girl. If you're that good, hit us with it every single time. I don't know what's with this teeter-tottering. Mm. Like, even when she was partnered up, it was like, hey, you need to fucking outshine that bitch and throw her fucking down the alley. Like, yeah. you need to... It's like Ada Vox, you, she just needed to fight for that shit a little bit more. Come with her A game, not her C game. Mm. I'm sorry about the breast size cups, but girl... Well, no, she needed to come more with her C game because that's her cunt. Oh, never mind. Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. Wrong button it was... Bitch. So, um, Trixie's too busy, and then Bob. So, um, Bob actually brought it out because he was more vocal about it where he was getting Monet ready for Uh All Star 7 because he never gotten 
an invitation uh-huh. and he never understood why because they were talking about it on their podcast I, yeah i think because historically bob has like kind of jokingly said that like he would never do another season oh no he was open about it that he was like i'm free as a bird i would have loved right, an invitation right, right, right. Like, um, but he said on like on their podcast like because i've listened to them forever he has said like historically because monet's been like hey would you go back after doing all stars the first time <laughs> she uh, Monet asked Bob if Bob would ever go back and Bob was like no probably not like the amount of money they'd have to pay me would be like a lot of money like mm-hmm. I wouldn't do it again without like a lot of like return on it mm-hmm. so it was just it, it did kind of feel weird that Bob was like oh I never got an invite but mm-hmm. was like like the whole like historically just well she said like, she was free as a bird but then she left it as um she probably felt like she never got an invitation because storyline wise she has a lot more stakes in the game with Trinity so uh, if they were to throw Bob in the mix, it's too much of like they're putting too much of a storyline to rely on Monet after that. Oh, uh, it's too many intersecting things. Yeah. Like Bob also wouldn't. They both said they wouldn't want to compete against each other. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was kind of like something they kind of cut off early. Bianca was open about it. And this is something that you brought up, too, where there was a rumor mill going around how the format is going to go for mm-hmm. the season. Uh-huh. So Bianca was open about it where she said she wouldn't return because, because of the she, way the format is. Yeah. And she right. said that she wanted them to change it. But then they were she felt like her concerns were falling on deaf ears. Uh, and yeah. so she said that's why she wouldn't want to do it. But um, apparently the rumor mill is that this all star seven. If you don't want potential to hear potential spoilers, potential, potential spoilers. spoilers. This is all rumor mill mm-hmm. speculation, so don't take my word for it. Take it with a huge gulp of salt, mm-hmm. bitch. Um, no queens are going home, and it's a point system after that. Yeah, they get stars apparently. So like how mm-hmm. they do on their challenge, they get graded based off of how they do their challenges. So this is beneficial because that means that all their drag gets seen throughout the entire season. Whoever has the most stars at the end is the winner. But kind of, I feel like with all stars, it's kind of good. Cause it's like, I kind of already familiar with these girls and all that. If they were to try to implement that system in an actual show, it's like, bitch, we barely just finished season 14 with majority of the girls not going home. Right. <laughs> but I feel like if we went on a stars based system, I feel like, I feel like that should be. But also, just it also just makes sense because you want to see all of them. Yeah, like the the whole point of the show for me, like especially if you're bringing like a bunch of winners back, I want to see. see, I want to see all of them, even the worst ones. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way, I can see see if you're truly are the worst of the worst. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I feel like the story arc for this one because Trinity and Monet are in it is like this is going to be like a. It's going to be heavy on that. I think Trinity is going to be the villain of the season very easily. I feel like it because of the whole COVID thing. If you want my early predictions, honestly, I think Evie's going to win. You think Evie's going to win again? They've all said in interviews that Evie shocked the hell out of all of them. In oh, other really? interviews uh-huh. too, where Shay wow. was like, Raja exceeded all uh-huh. of her expectations so I as think, well. I think Evie and Raja are gonna do much mm. better than people think they are. Ah, oh, so that makes me sad. I feel like if nobody's talking about Jinx, I don't think Jinx. I, not no, me. No, 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 no. T. Everybody is talking about Jinx. That was kind of what I was so over. I was like, okay, so it's just gonna be like a season of Jinx Monsoon mm-hmm. because everybody loves Jinx from her season. Yeah. So everybody, like, that's all everybody's talked about. She has the most likes on on the. Well, technically, I feel like that was the bully aspect of that season. Not to be mean. I feel like she only won because of pity. Well, she was the weirdo. Not really. She She was was a likable. No, she wasn't. No, not that either. She was just the girl that was being bullied a lot by Roxy. 
Right, right, right. Literally, she, if right, Roxy right, right. left, the, if Ro- no, it was like the same thing with Britta and um the Britta and Zayn things. It was like all of us felt bad for Zayn because Britta was being a bitch to her that whole fucking time, and that was mm-hmm. the only reason why a lot of us remember Zayn after that was because yeah. oh, you were the girl Zane. that was being bullied by. So that's all I see Jinx as is like people feel for her because she was kind of like represented as the underdog of the season. But it was like no, you guys just literally had her get bullied by like three other girls on the show. And then now a bunch of speculations is coming up where I'm like, I'm calling bullshit on that season because now it's like when more and more things come out. Remember the um, the song um, her and Jinx um, detox and Jinx and she ended up mm-hmm. sending detox home. Um, they switched a the song last minute to that to benefit Jinx to win that. And that's when detox was like, right. if y'all don't want me here, just fucking say so. Right. I'll fucking throw the limp sync if you want. And they told her, yeah, we just, we have no stakes for you in the game. Um, it's, it's yeah, she, the whole TV show's produced. Yeah, right. so they, were, they to told the her, story yeah, so um, Detox was finally open about it where they were like, yeah, production basically told me I have to take it down fall because if she would, if I were to go out there and send her home, the whole like finale is not going to what it be, what it's going to be. So that's when they were like, okay, so that's when they found out that they were producing for Jinx to win because they ran with the bully aspect of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they needed. They needed. A, they needed. Because would you watch story. Drag Race still if Fifi won over Sharon Needles? Fucking hell. I mean, I mean, right now, like, yeah, because Sharon's a terrible person. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's back true. then, back then, probably at that not. time and at that place, yeah, all that's of us. That's crazy been. how that just flipped though, for real, for real. Like yeah. Fifi ends up being a good person. And, well, no, like, she's still not a good well, person. Well, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jer- Jeremy. I, oh yeah, I, I, I never they quit, know. They quit drag and they quit drag and they only said the only way you're gonna see Fifi O'Hara is if. Um, she does drag con. That's the only time right. you'll see them do drag. Oh, wait are are they considered non-binary? I just use. I just say that. Oh, okay. Just, oh, because of consideration. The yeah. okay. What was the original name? Their government. Jeremy. Name? Jeremy. Jeremy. So yeah, Jeremy is like very adamant about how um the show portrayed it them, but also it's like, girl, you said what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. You gave Rue. You gave Rue what to do, what so I you said. can't be upset. Like you can't be like, people oh, are, yeah. People are wild. It's like you're gonna give me the material and tell me not to use it. Yeah, I'm gonna use <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. But so that's why I felt very better with like with, with Roxy when she came back. She's like, I said what I said. I'm just trying to come back and show you that I'm she, not that girl. Literally the only queen to ever like be like, yeah, I own was up a bitch. to her mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I was a bitch. I don't know what happened. Stress of the competition. I'm just here to show you that like. I'm, I'm, I'm good I'm at what I do. I'm just here to show you that I can stay at the bottom the whole show and still and make so, it to the and end. still make it to the end <laughs> as long as my friends well, are I here. like how they're at least a little bit more open about yeah. that shit where she was like, um, when they asked Alaska, we're like, was it strategic? And Alaska's like, no. That's my friend. Yeah, like... No, but T, if you put me and my if you put me and my dolls on the show, best believe me, and my family making it to the end, baby. I don't know. I, I mean, that's true. I mean, that's true. I mean, I probably would have played the game the same. I would not. I would not be able to send my friend home. I couldn't. I would be like, no, y'all like, could be the worst in the bunch. Yeah, I don't know. What to I tell would. You. I would be like. I would be like how Detox was when she sent Alyssa home. I'd be like, they I just went, can't send they, my friend home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did so good, but she did so good, and I just couldn't send her home after that. I'm no. so sorry. I'm so like for that, I'm like, yeah, at least you his special shirt. <laughs> yeah, and his pants, and I just helped me tuck. <laughs> she held my balls back while I tucked. I, I couldn't send her home. I couldn't send her home. I'm so sorry. Because who's gonna help me untuck? <laughs> she, she gave me her favorite crusty wig. <laughs> <laughs> No, literally. It's yeah. The whole show is produced. I mean, that's like part of like why I love the show though. Like it's even I'm watching Selling Sunset. Have I told you I've kinda talked about it a little bit? And it's so obviously like 
there's like storylines and there's stuff being mm -hmm. and it's so obvious it's so good I'm when like, things start coming to um fruition like so bad like it's um, just when you see storylines we talked about like oh. we started going over like the downfall of what happened after when mike louise left um mm. so oh, it was yeah. detox and i mean not detox it was um raven who ended up having to do rue's right. makeup but no one doesn't ever talk about who is doing rue's hair delta yeah, yeah it's not right. work. Um, and she won an which, Emmy for it yeah no one doesn't talk uh -huh. about that she yeah. won an Emmy too for yeah. doing Rue's hair and shit like that and um she Rue, still does it right no, no. Rue, no. Rue cut her uh, out after Rue um, fucking ghosted yeah, so, her um, she, Rue felt upset so um, after a while Delta wasn't being um, submitted for the Academy to be reviewed for more awards and stuff like that uh -huh. and they were telling her well you're not credited and she was like well what do you mean so then when she went to World of Wonder they were like well you need to be under a union uh, and she was like well when can i do that and world of wonder was not working with her with that mm -hmm. to get her credibility or get her credited so it was weird so it was like she noticed it was once she got her award and she even put it out there that michael louise was the person that was like that taught all of us to like push it forward also so she said ever since she mentioned his name it was like she started like rue started like blacklisting her a little bit where huh. it was like even in the office no one's not allowed to mention his name around rue but it's not mike ruiz uh it was another guy's name matthew anderson matthew, matthew anderson. anderson yeah i was gonna so, say yeah. i feel like mike ruiz is like mike still ruiz, comes I back think once in a while yeah yeah, uh, sure. Ma yeah, uh, yeah matthew, matthew anderson and um even went as far to bring up how um delta was like having to um deal with like last minute changes so um when rue was doing aj and the queen for netflix she was basically expected to show up on set and just be sitting there for maybe one wig change or something mm -hmm. and that rupaul was very adamant of only wearing blonde wigs she didn't want to wear any type of color she mm -hmm. didn't want to do anything else and during the early seasons it was um matthew he would bring wigs outside of productions and he would model um, make them up and do all that and put it and he would push it onto Rue and be like if you're not wearing if you're gonna wear that you gotta wear this particular outfit do this and mm -hmm. i got this particular. he had this whole lineup set up so that's why Rue never was like okay no but um, I guess from season, which one was? Um, I believe it was after eight? season. Which one was the one they did the Lady Gaga ball with Nino Benina and? Um, that was season nine. Season nine. Right. So after um, that's after season eight. That's when uh, Matthew Anderson left. And season right, nine right, right, right. was also the one where they were nominated for an Emmy for the first time, right? The season show? nine, yeah. Season nine. season nine, episode one, which um, more drama happened because Willem walked out and said that well it's all good and all but i don't see how delta and raven are going to be nominated for an emmy for work they didn't even do mm. because the episode that they um submitted was basically matthew anderson's work right so they were like so why is that happening so that's why raven and delta kind of have well delta is okay with willow now but raven still has this like mm, aspect against her well because she's friends with rupaul yeah, Raven is already known to be a bitch. Right. Yeah, she's a bitch because she's friends with RuPaul. No, just already she's just been a bitch before no, I mean, she. That's true. Even after yeah, being. Yeah, yeah. Even in, as she as a contestant in the show, she was always a bitch. But yeah. Yeah. So um, even that when um her and Delta were working together, Delta was open about how Raven was like making her feel like well we oh, you got you stay in your yeah, yeah we are our, we we're not a package we're not sisters here we're both people trying to do our own work so stay in your lane yeah that's true right yeah. which honestly i appreciate the professionalism kind of thing because i think you should keep it professional don't try to make it a team effort because then somebody can drive no because at least like i feel like with that you have to make it a team effort because it's like of course you need to coordinate hair and makeup it's like what's raven gonna do if 
Delta up and decides like, hey, I'm going to choose this wig that's going to cover majority of like Rue's face. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or like, hey, I'm going to use this makeup and I really need you not to like cover up this particular area of his face. So could you make sure that his hair is nice and stuff like that? So I feel like they should be able to communicate, but mm. yeah. But Probably after a while, um, for a minute. Delta stepped down from World of Wonder because after AJ and the Queen, <coughs> Rue went to go do um, season one of UK. But then when Rue came back, um, they were starting to do filming for the next season of Drag Race and Delta reached out and was like, hey, do you guys need me to do this? And she was like, I know Rue um, checks her emails and stuff like that. So she's like, I email RuPaul and Rue just messaged me back saying, hey, sorry, just been so busy, very tired. So um, we're not going to need any services from you until further notice. But if mm. we have any side projects that we need your help on, we'll let you know. Gag. They just ghosted her just like that. Mm hmm. All her work. Mm hmm. That's crazy. Well, and it, I mean, I guess it's not crazy. Like when you think about it in context, it like it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's just like, of course, like all that, like all that production, all that stuff is going to be so drama filled and just like. Mm -hmm. And you're surrounded by gay people. Come on. Yeah. Successful yeah, yeah. gay people at that. T -t 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 -t. <laughs> yeah. Wild. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That whole show is just kind of, I can imagine. I mean, I, again, I can see it doesn't justify it, but I can see why it would be such a like. Yeah. yeah. Like a diva mm -hmm. fest because mm -hmm. it's like you think like. Especially as like, they start to win, like, win awards and shit. Just crazy. I feel well, like it's like the A-list. Well, because yeah. you think that's why they were able to go international even was because they just started winning stuff. Mm -hmm. There's all this like recognition now and it's yeah. like, oh, well, we're just going to take this globally. Yeah. Which then is so unfortunate because I feel like so all these spinoffs don't get, like you said earlier, like the recognition they deserve. I think the girls on no. Mexico right now are blowing like some No, of and that's what people are so upset with um, fashion photo review is because like they're literally not covering any of the other ones, just usually just the American. They only did the American and the UK. Okay. Yeah, they're going to do the they have No, they, they are doing ones. they are doing a Mexican, uh, the one for Mexico. It's hosted by Alexis Mateo. And it doesn't get promoted. So, you know, like I'll get on YouTube sometimes and the, the ones. Wait, with, she has her own for like WoW Presents no, 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 or yeah, she's yeah, doing yeah. it no, on her own? No, it's on the WoW Presents channel. She did, um, I want to say she did the first episode with Theresa May, who's a uh, contestant mm. from Spain. And it, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is really good. They were reviewing this. And of course, like, I think that there's just the lack of production. There's a lack of like da da da. But yeah, I was like gag. And you look at the views compared to like the ones Raja and Gottmik have been doing and it's like. Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> Messy boots. Messy boots. But that's all for my tea. Yeah. Lots of mm. tea. Lots of RuPaul lots tea. Of RuPaul. Yeah. Other than that, the only thing that's making me funny is the new nickname they gave Elliot now. What? Elliot with three Ks. <gasps> oh no! Um, because uh, yeah. now it's been out that she was transphobic throughout the whole show right. around Gottmik, and then mm. she was calling um, Simone um, Ratchet. She was oh, calling Ratched. Candy Muse Ghetto. Oh, she was yeah. calling um, Simone's drag Ratchet Ghetto. Also, drag. Did, did you see all the people like getting upset about Simone's finale look? Why were they upset? I about? thought it was amazing because it was that people were like it was pants. Did okay, they not see okay. the detail? They were like, they were custom, they were designer, they were couture, and they were literally hand fucking stoned from the top to the bottom. Like, and, are you fucking crazy? And, and it was molded. Her, her, her shirt was her molded. Her shirt was to look a wet. molded cast so yeah. that it looked wet. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? And with that wig? Oh my people God. People are just mad for like what? Well, people hold people hold that violet look that she came <laughs> back in on season eight to mm. like drop the crown off, basically. That's like the epitome of like a winner's look. And I'm like, that's literally one way to do it. 
I thought Samantha looked fucking good. I thought yes. she looked fierce. I thought it was actually way out of the box. No, I, I mean, not that's sweet. how her drag yeah. was. Well, though, that's me. I feel like that's what Violet had to do because it's yeah. like, what else is she offering to the table other than looks? I, 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 if I you're known as the look girl, you better fucking come in. Bianca was known as the the comedy queen, but she came in looking like a giant disco ball, and it was like, yeah, it's like meet with what you got, and yeah. she did, and she gave. I mean, us she what, stayed in character. Well, but also, there's so many ways to give fashion. You know? Yeah, yeah. As but, Peppermint said, it's fashion. It's fashion. But it's fashion. But is it fashion? <laughs> but here's the thing. I think I liked her look because, and I know that this is probably what she's not going for, and I'm probably overthinking it, but. I felt like it was very quarantine chic. Huh. Like, you know, you're just chilling at home and just a nice pair of jeans. Oh, I felt it was very like, I mean, honestly, Simone's drag is just very black. Yeah. It's just so culturally like it's black. Like it just, it, that's what it invokes. And I Mm -hmm. think that's why people don't like it. If I'm being honest, like I think people get upset. Wow. Angry white boys are upset about something they don't understand. Yeah. Shocker. (laughs) A shocker on shock street. Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Lacey was doing the shocker. <laughs> to all the haters of Simone. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to hop into the next topic mm-hmm. because I realize yeah. where we're at on time. We talked about that for a while. Yeah. We did. I didn't know it was go that long. <sighs> I just want to. Ch- <laughs> Come on, movies. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about how to, how to like sort of navigate boundaries and like expectations in relationships because I think. Mm, I've been having a lot of like weird conversation lately. Um, I think just like amongst, you know, people that I talk with that were hearing my stories, just, yeah, different stuff. And <laughs> I, I think like there, there, I don't think that people understand enough how to like effectively have communication and boundaries that <coughs> is like mindful and aware of, of, you know, like of your partner and like what their needs are. So, um, you know, it's like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm the kind of person who recognizes I need to be in an open relationship. I'm just going to force that on my partner, recognizing that maybe my partner's not ready or, like, is not that kind of person, blah, 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 yeah. right? And I think that that's a big one that's been coming up. Um, I think at work especially, like, I, I've had a few people just, like, kind of not know how to navigate that space. Hey, my partner is looking for this XYZ thing or, oh, my partner is putting me in a position where I have to do... Ultimatum. Kind oh, of yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And it's just like, huh, like, how do you navigate that? So I was curious, like, what you what your guys' thoughts were on this and, like, maybe um, advice we could offer people who might be going through some of the same stuff, maybe in their own situations, their own relationships, whatever the case might be, um, on like, how to set effective boundaries around your own expectations in a relationship with um, not just, like, an intimate partner, <sighs> but with people generally. Yeah. Well, I feel like at the end of the day, you need to... You need to do what's right for you, but I also feel that since you're with a partner, you do have to take their feelings into consideration. Right. This is why communication is key to importance. You know, sometimes like there's people that are like one partner wants an open relationship and the other one is like monogamous, but then this um, comes into this mental state like, well, my partner wants to cheat on me, hasn't. It's just saying mm. that I want an open relationship. So the communication of why that is and really listen to your partner when they say what they say and just kind of just kind of just understand because a lot of people don't want to own up to their mistakes or what they've been doing in the relationship that could potentially be toxic. And I feel that I feel Mm -hmm. that if you just make that known. And just kind of sometimes you have to remind people because people just forget because people fall old habits die hard. You know? right. So it's like 
you have to be willing to compromise. And if you're not, if neither of you are not willing to compromise, then maybe it's time to just let it go. Well, and you know what? You bring up such a good point. I think that mm -hmm. that accountability piece is mm -hmm. so critical. Nobody wants to, everybody is so quick to say, well, look at what this person is doing. That isn't me. Yeah. But the second girl that that spotlight gets put on you. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. no, it's not me. And it's like, mama, so it takes two people to do the tango, baby. Ugh. I mean, you better get into it. If you're, okay, <laughs> if you're missing your steps, that's on you. It's not on your partner. <laughs> it's a fucking eight count. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that. But if you're a person that you talk more to your friends about your relationship than your own partner, that's a problem. Mm, because the thing is, good advice. is that your friends are obviously going to side with you and are going to always every time when you have a bad time with your partner and you turn to your friends instead of your partner. They're just going to automatically just say all or the just other things, people in general or reiterate right. the negative things that you said about your partner in the spur of the moment. Sometimes that could be helpful and it makes you see things. But right. at the same time, if you're not willing to have that conversation with your partner, who's supposed to be your best friend in the world, this is a person that you chose to be in your life, right? That you chose to, you know, do all that stuff. If you're not going to do it, if, if you're not willing to work that out, if you're not willing to communicate with your partner, then why are you in a relationship? Mm. You need to, yeah. you need, this is your best friend. This is your go-to. This is your ride or die. So if there's a problem, you both need to be adults and talk about it. If you're going to be a kid and just <coughs> gossip to your friends about high school, nobody should be in your relationship except for you and your other person. Right. Unless if you choose to have a polyamorous relationship, unless if your relationship, but if you're monogamous and that's the thing, Nobody should be in your relationship. Not your parents. Nobody. It should just be you and them and how you deal with Unless it. you know me. Unless, yes. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. But I'm not saying like in the end. No, no, if, if it gets to a point where your partner is impossible to talk to. Right. This is the part where if it's getting to a point where you can't speak to your partner, or you hear that when you try to talk to your partner, they don't listen. You need to just, you need to accept that the relationship is not going to work because mm. communication is key to keep a relationship going i mean it's cool to be mad and to sit in your own thing get space if you need to or whatever but at the end of the day you gotta work on it you need to work on it yeah. because working on a relationship is hard mm -hmm. and you have to keep it going like um and i don't and i'm gonna share a little something personal but i just want to mention something no nothing bad nothing <laughs> bad no but i there said was <laughs> alert I alert said <laughs> no but I, what i want to say is that there was a time that 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 you and i we got into a little bit of an argument where you mentioned that we weren't going on dates anymore yeah and that put into my head because we didn't communicate this um, and so in my right, head right, right. i was under the impression that because we were going to the movies every week we were doing the pod every week you know i thought that that was counting as a you know kind of like a date because we were, right. you know, leave the, it in the comments y'all going to the movies with you and your friends and, and then hanging family. out no, with your man and your friends um counts as a date no 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 i understand <laughs> no, 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 no no what i meant what i meant was because okay so i don't have a lot of uh, experience in the department of dating right you know i just right. don't so and i'm used to and i was in a seven-year relationship where i never really no went communication on communication and no communication right, so right. it's like this was new so the thing is that also the pandemic happens 
also all these other things happened and we were busy we worked the same schedule and it would get busy and all this stuff we just never really well, well also I, I think i recognize in that that you guys were comfortable and i think that 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 again like we, yeah this, you're speaking to a really good point i think like in setting boundaries and having expectations for a relationship you have to be willing to talk about it you have mm -hmm. to be willing to say hey this isn't working for me mm -hmm. because if you don't do that then nobody knows right it's yeah. like okay you want me it's like I mean, like, like within our friendship, if we were to never spend time together, one or both of us would be pretty upset about that. Yeah. I don't know how likely we'd be to actually talk about it, but like, we'd I be, would. well, and I mean, I'm thinking like, I'll be at your door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking historically, even like when we weren't always talking on the phone while you were in Alaska, it was like, we had conversations where we were like, girl, like, this isn't okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm. we're not talking enough, like regularly. What the fuck's like, what, going what's on? What's going on? No, Where you been? Yeah. Why are you hiding from me? So it's, I think it's like, that's a really good point. It just, it's like, obviously like communicate with your person. I'm curious, like your insight around like how to set boundaries, expectations, like healthily with a person who's maybe putting pressure on you. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, um, that conversation was brought up a third time because um, that was happening once brought up before the pandemic once during pandemic and once after pandemic so um that was in the time span of two years so y'all leave in the comments <laughs> oh my god are we gonna have a fight here on the podcast we already, you already opened that door <laughs> i said whose pussy's know. tight and whose pussy's clean and whose pussy's not fresh <laughs> <laughs> all right so um for me setting boundaries is very something that you need to be vocal about with your mm -hmm. partner um boundaries usually like when i hear that it has to be something like like it has to be something dramatic mm. like kind of like when i think boundaries is something that would most likely come up during like something when you're like in an open relationship or something that like you guys are exploring yeah, like you have an yeah. arrangement where one of your partners is like getting aspects of something that's not in the relationship that mm. you're yeah which never means something bad which honestly after a while of like learning polygamy and getting like other insights and stuff like that it's like you start learning that like wow there's people out there that have almost a sense of like desensitized thinking as i do wow because <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. um some of them really do like like me have a belief that like sex is not something that's like sacred that's supposed to happen between like you and the person you love Cause, right right because if so then yeah my parents loved a lot of people okay i'm here <laughs> All was, the tea is being aired today. Oh yeah, girl. so like I might as well throw it out there. Um, like growing up, I already understood like why some right. of my siblings don't really kind of like me because I'm kind of a manifestation of like their personal happy life family coming mm. apart because I'm a representation of like oh wow our mom wing fucked some other guy and left our dad and now we have this we have a little brother of a we have this demon. Uh, yeah, sometimes I think I'm a revenge baby. I think that makes sense. Yeah, I, I kind of like that. I think you lean into it a little too much, but that's just me. No, I kind of like it though. Like, <laughs> I'm here for a purpose you're, at least. Like, <laughs> you're missing the point. <laughs> but no, so like understanding that is like um that was like the first step of trying to understand like sometimes like why my siblings kind of like don't right. have this like personal connection with me and kind of thing. So it was like me setting a personal boundary with myself to not like at, like growing up where it was like part of me didn't want to be as vulnerable with my siblings because part of me feels like yeah we're cool but there's aspects that people give me where it feels like i shouldn't be that open with you because mm -hmm. you, the way you eat your soup bitch i don't trust you like <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole like i don't know so, like, <laughs> so um like for me boundaries sounds like something very extreme kind of like something you put down that's concrete because it's something that's like 
how they put well, because it. something's going on that we so, need to have yeah, like let me set a right. scenario say like you are in an open relationship and you're cool with your partner and you guys kind of establish like what's okay what's right. not okay what's the do's what's the don'ts kind of thing but then you kind of have like a boundary where you're like okay um okay so like me while our open relationship we're cool my boundary will be like you can't fuck brandon mm-hmm. oh <laughs> <laughs> That's it on boundaries, y'all. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, like, through things like that, it's like for me, boundaries are like you're kind of letting your partner know that this is kind of like a hard stop. Yeah, this is this is the dead end zone. Like, bitch, if you go past it, we're gonna have to have a discussion kind of thing. Mm, Like, this is makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, where certain situations where you can talk about like um, certain aspects, like, hey, um, the way you're talking to like okay so like um in certain aspects of being like friends with other people who've been hoes and stuff like that um having friends that actually have the time to be like i feel kind of bad too um i don't want to say their name so i'm gonna say they i'm mm-hmm. just gonna say they so um this particular person has like a partner who they are they're in an open relationship they're cool they've been really good but they kind of have this thing where um they feel very uncomfortable with having like their partner be overly interested in their mm-hmm. other fiascos mm-hmm. so like their thing was like their boundary was like hey when we spend time together what i would at least like to appreciate is having this particular time of the day where you are not talking to your bitches ah so mm-hmm. like i'm cool that like you're out there fucking them and stuff like that it's just the only thing that's annoying is like hey when we're spending time and i want to spend time with you you're too busy talking to these bitches over here like it's great and all but you couldn't give a little time like some more yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so like that's what they were saying was like okay so we have like a boundary time where they're just like hey a specific time of the day they're like during dinner um during times when they watch movies together our shows together when they spend time together at home they're like yeah this is our time where we actually like spend time together and we don't talk to our outside partners because she Mm -hmm. was like i have this mentality where with my partner i don't like to have him feel a specific way about like oh i'm talking to these other people Mm. so she's like I leave it this way right but then after a while they were like okay so i started noticing that my partner is very text heavy and very talk heavy to like their bitches during the time we're spending together so of course it started bugging me and i felt bad for her with this where she was like i brought it up to him when we talked but then it just turned into this huge argument where she's like well it just sucks because it just puts me in a position where it feels like i can't talk to him because he's just gonna get upset uh... and it's like i feel for her and there's no one there's no way to like feel around that you know like yeah there's just like it that that's like kind of like a first indicator that like your partner's not ready for like those discussion kind of things and it's like you have to think about it like okay why are they not like why is it that this person's first uh reaction to these conversations is like to be upset yeah yeah which is like sometimes even i wonder that which is like okay so like after a while i started going through this whole like personal aspect of understanding that like there's times where i put my feelings aside because it's like i don't want to bring it up because it brings everybody down kind of thing right so it's like that boundary of having to set like okay when you want to be putting your foot down and be like okay this is it Mm. this is the point and that's where i feel like boundaries are at is like setting it's kind of like letting your partner know this is where the leash ends kind of thing mm. Mm. yeah not even just partners but i think people in general like that's a really good one to just say like for people generally is like this is the no-no zone yeah don't do it that's where i feel like the boundaries are but also there's like there's like things i learned from you which is mm-hmm. like personal time boundaries which is like something i had to pick up in alaska which was mm-hmm. like having to separate my personal life and work life which was mm-hmm. like having to set that boundary of like separating it so that way i don't feel like i'm 
being consumed by my job. Yeah. Yeah. I, so it's really, yeah, it's tricky. I think boundaries are hard. I think in part because a lot of like what you actually just said with yeah. kind of the, um, how do you say it? Kind of like the, uh, bah, 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 the non-receptivity of, of certain people. I think when we enter into conversation or when we are talking or when we're, you know, trying to tell somebody, Hey, this is how I feel. This is what's going on for me. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And there's not an awareness of like how their behaviors are affecting you. And yeah. I, I think that going back to kind of what you said, well, I think that there's like a huge issue for me when people don't take accountability for the things that they're doing. It's like, you know, if mm -hmm. your partner comes to you and says, Hey, this is upsetting me. What you're doing is upsetting me. It, your first reaction shouldn't be, I'm making this about me and you're trying to say I'm a bad person. It should be, oh, well, wait, maybe I should be paying attention because this person's trying to express to me what's going on for mm. them. Yeah. And if you're making a mistake, just fix it. Don't give us some no's. Give us some yes ands. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's literally just like that. Like, I think it's so simple. It's like if your person is telling you like, hey, this isn't working for me. If it's something that you know you can fix, fix it. Mm -hmm. If it's something a little more extreme, <gasps> like, hey, babe, like we need to be, I need to be able to like go sleep with whoever I want, however often I want, whenever and not talk to you, not communicate with you around it. Like maybe that would be a problem for some people. Yeah. And you know, for others it might work, but for some people, like maybe that's a big issue. And so at that point you kind of say, Hey, if I can't make this change for you, maybe we should evaluate whether or not mm. we're like able to see we're still compatible. One another and that's something way. like nobody doesn't want to talk about is like compatibility with partners and starting to recognize the signs that those are like no longer there. Well, but also when you know that you have your person, like I, like I look mm. at you guys and I very often am like, like this is your person. Yeah. Like you guys are end game for me. Mm. If you guys were ever to break up, I'd probably die. <laughs> just saying not just because the podcast would fall apart but i you know <laughs> that would be part of it right my success is attached to your relationship and now. that's when um a second form of boundary you're not allowed to hang out with my ex okay. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say i couldn't fuck him <laughs> i mean okay <laughs> Um, no, but uh, you, again, like, it's just this thing where it's like, when you know you have your person, like, that's why when you guys first got together, I was like, talk, 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 mm -hmm. like always communicate, always communicate, always communicate. Obviously you guys have gotten like much better at it than from mm -hmm. when you first got together. Well, mm -hmm. it was just like understanding that situation where it's like, there was that point in time where I was a little too conscientious about like how like scared you would react to like what i would say mm, yeah. and then i finally got to that part where i'm like okay babe take a deep breath i'm about to reach <gasps> into your soul I'm about to pull out your heart like very that where I, it kind of feels like that for me sometimes where it's like oh just having to like talk about like what i'm feeling on the inside because it's like of course growing up like growing up a family that tells you like oh that's nothing don't worry about it being just be grown up right like, mm -hmm. um I feel like just be a grown up. It's like, okay, so you're just telling me not to talk about it. No, it's funny. I'm starting. Okay. Anybody that ever deals with this, I, I've, I asked the questions. I never thought about it. I was always presented with like, oh, just get it out of your head and just leave it. Just put it over there. You don't right. have to worry about it. But how? Right. When I finally ask the but how. Nobody has the answer. No, no. literally flabbergasted, quiet. And somehow it's my fault for asking questions now. So right. it's like, yeah. So. Those of you out there, if you are always presented with like uh, an adult or somebody of a higher standing than you that gives you those answers that are like, oh, well, it's just nah, 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 and it doesn't give you like, don't be fucking afraid to ask those questions. You know what? Because 
we've been in this day and age where we've been kind of like protecting of the being protective of our own families and shit right. like that. I'm like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. It's time to trauma bomb them back. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of hurting by myself. Oh. It's time for you to hurt too. No, nah, I'm waiting for my dad to get old so I can be putting him in a home. Well, (laughs) so much, I mean, but to your point, so much of it is like, we have to be able to talk to people when they've hurt us. Right. So if somebody has done you wrong and this is again, just anything, like, I think this goes so far beyond just like intimate relationships, but when people have hurt us, caused us pain. And again, going back to like last week's trauma episode, this is just more of an expansion on that. Right. But like when somebody has caused us pain and we are continuing to like have them in our lives, whether that's family relationship like you know whatever it happens to be uh-huh. we have to be able to evaluate well how do i address this because if i don't it's just gonna sit yeah and when that stuff sits on the inside it just like turns inward and it makes us feel like shit about ourselves it pollutes or, your thinking or it builds stuff like negative thoughts and resentment and all the other like shit. No, that's things. when the self-sabotage mm-hmm. starts coming in because i start realizing that after having a discussion with my mom about like having to let specific things mm-hmm. go the one thing she did say to me was that Holding on to specific emotions leads to it bleeding into your relationship, mm-hmm. which is if you keep holding on to that skepticism and all that scariness and that fear, it all it does that is bro- just a broken trust. Yeah, you or start, whatever yeah, else. you yeah. start having that idea that this person's doing this shit, that person's doing this stuff. It's because, or that they're going to. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. in other terms, also I learned that the people that are most quick to finger point about cheating are the ones that are actually doing it like, right or right. have the thought process which you honestly if you have not dated a cheater you will literally you it's shocking with some of the excuses you hear like yeah <laughs> yeah or just how much it's deflected even so again, yeah like, it, it's just about again recognizing i think like when you set a boundary with somebody it's not um i tend to think boundaries are a lot less extreme but i can definitely see your point of like thinking of them as like hey this is like the stop yeah so uh, kind of like a mix of boundaries or expectations kind of whichever you're yeah. more comfortable phrasing like, for it me with. yeah because expectations and boundaries do come off as yeah. like very different because like expectations is something it's lighter yeah it feels like a a personal choice right boundaries is like a hard stop like don't do it this mm. is me putting my foot down this right is, this is kind of like you pass that that's where you fucked me up yeah yeah. So I I think with that though, setting those things again, and I we started talking about more intimate stuff, but like just generally, I think with people in in general, having expectations for how you're treated or how you're engaged with, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think more people should do that and like be more mindful of like, oh, I don't just have to settle with however I'm being treated just because. Um, I you know I I, I think that we should be able to like offer. Uh, a little bit of pushback if somebody's engaging with us in a way that we are not appreciating, right? So again, like whether yeah. that's personally in our friendships at work, like whatever. I say like how RuPaul says it, like if you can't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? Right. And so uh, when I when I hear that, it's like you have to love yourself to be able to love your partner. Mm. So you have to understand how it is to be respected or just even love people in general yeah Yeah. like i just feel like because if you're because some people like for example like um me i grew up being treated that love was a certain way Mm. and Mm -hmm. it and it wasn't and so that causes you know trauma Mm -hmm. and things like that so the thing is, is that I've learned that talking about my problems and being open about it and just kind of just allowing myself to just be vulnerable and allow myself to say my truth and allow myself to just do that, even if it causes a fight. Mm. Um, because the thing is that if a person truly loves you and a person like truly like 
wants to get to know you and understand you and whatnot, mm-hmm. they will listen to you. Mm-hmm. If the person does not yeah, listen to point. you, they're not worth your time. And the thing is, is that like, because you're basically just talking to nothing at that point. Mm. And people just deserve better. You need to love yourself and you need to understand what loving yourself truly is. Yeah, and because then people, you can understand how you yeah. set those expectations. Yeah, and some people don't know how to set like self uh, expectations right. and stuff like that. It's like that line where it gets muddled, where it's like um, the one word of self worth gets thrown out of the window, where it's like mm. you literally forget where your placement at is in the mm. relationship because it's like um oh wow it really draws back to the native term no longer selfishly breathing right. because of we there's times where you forget that you are a singular person right right right. you're Still fighting to you're fighting for a relationship that's like a unit yes. and sometimes it does feel like it's a whole and it's something that you're a part of and it feels like something you don't want to be ripped out of or something it's right and, and a relationship that entity that you feel that's connected that you're connected with it's that's something that grows and builds over mm-hmm. time that mm-hmm. that connection that people don't talk about that like when you're the with synergy. somebody yeah when you're with somebody that there's something that's building that makes you feel like you have to be there you want to stay mm-hmm. there's this manifestation of like you guys made something together mm-hmm. in a sense well the one thing that nobody doesn't want to talk about is like understanding your own self-worth in the relationship where it's right. like people are usually pushed to be like, well, in a relationship, you're a unit. You guys are together. You guys right. got to be together. But when what are you paying as a person individually? To yeah, that? there's yeah. no like there's times where it's like, yeah, it's good to say that we're in a relationship. But it's like it's a lot of us. We all been through a movie where there was one part of the relationship was heavily lacking in being an asshole or bullshit. Twilight. Stunt. Yes. (laughs) Where it's like you need to understand and recognize when like you need to look at your own self-worth. There's times Mm. where you forget it. There's times where even I personally forgot it in certain relationships in the past. Like you've been there through some asshole. So (laughs) I looked through our message history. I was like, they're here to see me. And you're just like... And I'm like, yeah, homegirl from the very beginning understood my self-worth and was trying to slap me in the face of trying to tell me, hey, you're too good for this guy. You don't you have keep- to sell yeah. your goodies. Yeah, like you need to stop chasing this guy who obviously has no interest in you or like with her track record. Where it's like, yeah, <laughs> during that time. While also doing it myself. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Hello, pot. Have you met my friend? Right. Kettle? <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, we usually, we after a certain time, we do need that friend. We do need that somebody on the sidelines to remind yeah, us yeah. of those boundaries we set, those things that we set up. Mm. Where there, there's that, we need that one person that's like, hey, that's not really you. Well, you also you also you. just have to have a way to check back into yourself to say like, really, what is this costing me to yeah. like, keep doing? Because in a relationship, you shouldn't have to feel like you're pushing bits and parts of you away to make it work. And you that's any feel, relationship. Any relationship. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's when I noticed it when like that, the term self-worth needs to come in for you mm-hmm. where it's like, you need to take that step back and be like, okay, would the person, the one thing I really liked hearing what my mom said to me one time was like, you need to think back. Would the person five years ago put up with this? Mm. Do you think the person five years in the future would put up with this? No. And you have to really think about it in the sense of like, you put your foot down. Are you, are your needs being met in a relationship? Are certain expectations being met? I know it's hard to put it like at sometimes a relationship's almost like kind of like a business transaction. You're not, yeah. you're giving, you're giving services and you're getting, you're given services in return. You're, well, it's like a bank. Yeah. So it's that you give what you get and there's times where you're giving too much and the fees are a little too high all of a mm-hmm. sudden. Or, um, there's times where you need to understand like, okay, so in the long run, is this person really beneficial to me? 
is this person really there in the well, benefits? And, 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 and if the things aren't working, is there is there a potential for change? Is yeah. there ability to be adaptable and to change and to take accountability for where we? Well, the one mistakes? thing a lot of people don't like to bring up was like change in the aspect. It's like in the relationship, you shouldn't have to change as a per. Like, well, and I think you're going to sort of naturally have to acclimate. I, I don't think that anybody gets into a relationship and after a few years is the same person that they were when they started. No, I mean more of the sense of like you shouldn't have to like change a routine, an aspect of yourself to be in a relationship. You shouldn't. I feel that though, like there's pe there's a difference between changing for somebody and, and wanting being, to change yeah, being, from somebody. Right, right, right. Sort so of can, the being forced versus yeah, the... Yeah. Because the thing is that if like if your partner is constantly telling you everything that you're doing wrong, like let's say that you have a very honest partner that's just literally criticizing you and you're not really saying anything back to them and saying like, well, you can improve by just mm -hmm. like calming the fuck down. You know, you could do that. <laughs> but no, but like the thing is, is that um, it's just if you have a partner that keeps telling you, well, you're not, <gasps> you're not, you're not taking me out enough. You're not, you're not going, you're, you're not doing... um. You're not, you're not being uh, romantic. We're not doing it all the time. You know, you're not, uh -huh. you know, you're not being fancy. You're not putting any effort into the relationship. If that's the case, then, and then that partner feels like they have to be a completely different person now. Mm -hmm. They're not even themselves. They don't even know who the hell well, they are. Anymore. But a lot of those things that you mentioned are also things that are really fixable. So I, are, I think, I think if you're telling somebody more so along the lines of maybe like, Oh, you're too much like of an introvert or, Oh, you're too much of a homebody. And like, you don't come out with me now. Like at a point I'm like, okay, but you got into a relationship with somebody who, you know, is that it is these yeah. things that as a human being, like this is who they, they are at their core. You can't just be like, well, sorry, you got to go to the club with me every night and kiki and fan clack. Like yeah. that's not going to be their vibe. No. And if you're putting that person in a position to like have to acclimate, they're just going to be miserable. Yeah. So I, I think it's also like about setting realistic expectations for yourself about the kinds of people that you're looking to have relationships with mm -hmm. and being able to say like, okay, do I want a group of friends who are going to be overtly extroverted and want me out every night of the week? till three in the morning doing drugs and getting you know and maybe at, at a point like i did want that but like now i'm like i know sometimes but being with somebody matures you too i think right, right, right. that growth think happens that, in a good way like growth happens in a good way and i feel like well you i know, feel like in any relationship you should be growing no matter what if you right, are right, if, yeah if you're literally showing no signs of growth and it's just a repetitive pro a repetitive problem then it's like you're as much as I hate to say it, you were right about that one particular person uh -huh. because I was dealt with somebody that was doing the same shit over again, putting me through the ringer again. Oh, look at that. Wait, see, you're having that discussion again. And it's like, even I got sick of it after a right. while where it's like, you really have to get slapped with that where it's like, you have to realize that this particular partner, this particular person isn't just right for you, but this person is literally holding you from growing at all. Ah, mm -hmm. limiting your growth. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the only thing I could take away from that relationship is what to look out for in the future mm -hmm. to, yeah. keep, to right, avoid right. those things. That's the only thing I got to take away from well, it. You should have people in your life who want you to grow in a way that feels healthy for you, mm -hmm. right? So it's kind of, I mean, not to like stroke my own ego or anything, but it's kind of how I push all of you guys. It's like, I, I want all of you to be happy. Mm -hmm. whether that is like <gasps> as couples or as individuals or whatever right like individually i want all of you to be able to grow as people in a way that like feels good for you and if any of us in context any of our relationships anything that we're doing is limiting any of that well then why are we not talking about that why are we not having discussion about that because like that's a big deal yeah mm -hmm. because i my, my my sort of general thought on it like if you're not growing you're dead yeah 
Yeah. You don't so want to, you don't want to be a walking corpse. You don't you know? want to be stagnant yeah. all the time and just kind of just let living because then your life is just going to be miserable. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to adapt and to change in certain aspects. And sometimes it could be fun, fun little experiments for you and your partner to kind of just like experience things together. Mm, I mean, so like, things. yeah, you, you know, like there's people that are introverts and maybe not willing to try things or whatnot, but right. sometimes, you know, you got to like give, you got to give, you know, yeah. to receive sometimes. And, Sometimes you're just kind of just like uh Well you also have to test your limits too. I think yeah, that there's an like important lesson limits. to be learned. Like it's like, okay, I'll try it this one time. And if it doesn't work, okay, mm. that's fair. Then you don't have to do it again. But also yeah. you just have to be vocal about yeah. all that. Yeah, but just the be best like, thing you have to do during this like steps in your relationship when you're having trouble with boundaries is being very vocal, vocal. about communicate about everything. Communicate. Because like anything, it's just like I found out specific aspects of myself too, where it's just like those things where it's like it might be small, but for some reason it feels big sometimes. Mm. Where it's like, it's just best to just let it out. As much as you don't feel like you feel like you have the right to be angry or feel like you don't have the right to feel some certain type of way, it's like what you're feeling is valid though. It's mm-hmm. like you're not feeling that particular way for no reason. It's like you're feeling that way because something this, happened. This, yeah. uh, example XYZ kind of stuff where it's right. like you are feeling. You're the, like everybody has emotions everybody's feeling their type of way for specific reasons and in that particular like region with like boundaries it's like you have to be vocal about all that you have mm-hmm. to you have well, to just communication yeah because it's so like important. it's hard to work in a relationship when you're basically keeping your partner in a closet mm. so it's like how do you expect change to work and happen when you're not vocal with your partner yeah when yeah. you're not vocal with your partner about like what's going on well, yeah, again, it's like, it's like, no, know how to fix everything, but I'm not going to tell you anything. Yeah. Girl, what? Like, and that's why communication is important yep. and very important. I think the most important, if you're, if I'm being honest. It's literally the top of the list. If you're not communicating with your partner. I wish I had a communication button. Yeah, communication. Bam. Like, kind of like the more you know, but like. Oh. Communication. communication. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, I know that. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but I know that we've been going for a while on yes. this. So I think. I we, will should, we should end it or save it for set part. a boundary. <laughs> <laughs> or should we just round it up and put I our respect ending you. closures on this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, respect- I love you so much as res- one of the parts of this podcast. Yes. <laughs> you're the most incredible person I've ever met in my life. And your oh. artistic talent never ceases to amaze me. And you're equally amazing and amazing. And you deserve love. <laughs> and I'm over here in the corner. Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you everybody for. I know this conversation went a little bit long. I'm hoping that um, we, you know, we've gotten some feedback that this this end part tends to be a little bit shorter than people would like it to be. So I thought maybe mm. I'd let it go I mean, for a little longer today. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that you all are but, enjoying these conversations. Yeah. Um, what will be your closing remarks for boundaries? I mean, just communicate as you guys kind of kept reiterating, like, just talk about the shit that's happening. I, it doesn't make sense to me. And especially as like somebody who works in mental health now, like how often people are unwilling to communicate when things are wrong. Just mm-hmm. say what the fuck you need to exactly. say, because if you say it, then it's out in the world. It's out in the universe and somebody has heard it. And, and now your partner knows about if, it. I'm and kidding. if they're choosing not to do anything about it, that's not for you to control. That's not for you to have accountability of. The you, only thing you, you are have responsible to decide to after yourself. that is what you wanted to do right. after that. You're responsible to yourself. You don't, yeah. you're not responsible for anybody else. Don't hold on to that accountability. When you've told somebody, Hey, this is wrong. Hey, this is what I feel. Hey, this is, what's going on for me 
your job after that isn't to police the other person about how they're responding. Your job is to respond to their response. Yeah. And decide for yourself what to do based on their response. It's not your job to say, okay, I've told you exactly how I feel and now I need you to respond this way. Yeah. It's not your job. Yeah. So on that, I'm going to tell you what to do. Follow us on all our <laughs> social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the things. Yeah. Just Game and Pod, J-U-S-T-G-A-Y-M-I-M-P-O-D. Share us yeah. with your friends. As a huge shout out to everybody, we are over 3,000 listens. Pussy tight, pussy clean, pussy fresh. A little soundboard mashup for all of you. Thank you, everyone, Thank so, you. so, so, so much for, um, I mean, just like being a part of this. This is like, it's kind of wild to me. I'm like, I don't know 3,000 people. No. So it's just insane. Obviously, I've listened to every episode of the podcast at least once. So, I mean, a few of those <laughs> listens maybe not are, are me. I'm a, I'm a fan, obviously. But just to know that we have people around the world who are listening to us in some form, some shape, some capacity. Mm -hmm. We love you all so, so, I feel so like, much. Um, the bitch from Yes Man, where she's like, yes, Penelope, Tom, Cruz. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we love all five of you. <laughs> um, but no, really, in all seriousness, thank you all so, so much for like sharing us, enjoying us, just laughing with us. We, we love doing this so, so much. Um, so shout out to everybody. Be sure to follow, like, share, subscribe, all those things. Just Game and Pod. Um, and we will be back next week, I'm assuming, with a huge mashup around uh, Doctor Strange because we are seeing that this coming weekend. Yep. Um, so please, please, please be on the lookout for that episode. Be also aware that we are probably going to spend pretty much the whole episode talking about that movie. Probably. Yeah. So spoilers incoming for that. And until then, we'll see you on episode 20. Bye. Bye.